Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Hello and welcome to the third bonus Narascope episode of the Adventure Games Podcast. And the last two episodes I uploaded interviews with multiple developers. So I hope you enjoyed those interviews and I hope you found some of their games interesting to you. Now the next three episodes will be one interview each. They're a little bit longer than the interviews I did with the other developers. And they're with developers that most, if not all, of the listeners will know about. So the first interview today that I'll upload will be with Dave Gilbert. Now he's appeared on this podcast before, but I saw him at Nariscope and... I had a chance to sit down with him, and again, he's giving a talk about engineering empathy, so he spoke a little bit about that talk, and he spoke a little bit about the characters in his games, Unavowed and Blackwell series, and he also spoke a little bit about Techno Babylon 2, and to move to 3D, as well as some some tidbits about his future plans and what he's doing now. Please enjoy. I'm here at Narithcope with Dave Gilbert. Hello, Dave. How are you? Hello. I am good. Well, thank I'm you good. for thank you for meeting me. This time face to face. So let's see how this goes. <laughs> this is the first time I'm using this recorder. So <laughs> this is um, take two. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I just wanted to to maybe tell people why are you at this Narithcope? Are you here to promote anything particular? Or I mean, I, my last game came out like a year ago, and the other games I'm involved with are not far enough along to really start pushing. So I'm just here to give my talk. Uh, I'm going to be talking about um, it's a talk called Engineering Empathy, which is hard to say. Empathy. I get, I'm, empathy, I get tongue yeah. twisted. Um, engineering <laughs> Empathy. There we go. Um, so I'm giving a talk and I'm going to the talks and I also love being in Boston. I went to university here, so okay. I come here as often as I can and walk around and pretend like I'm back in college and I totally fit in. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful, <laughs> it's a beautiful city. It's my first time here, my first time in the U.S. So. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, so it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a lot bigger than in Ireland. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, I'm from New York, so, so Boston, I think of, oh, it's quaint, nice and small. Yeah. It's a well, starter city. It's well, great. Well, I'm going to get New York. <laughs> after oh. so, so that's so particular starting small anyway back to you hi yes back to me Come so uh, so you can uh, give a talk with engineering empathy do you want to give a preview a little um, bit well about, basically it's, it's just a, something I think about a lot is how to get the player to care often mm. um, uh, games just assume that the player cares about what's going on right. and don't doesn't lay the groundwork or legwork to try to get you to that point and I think about that a lot and um, I'm going to be talking about my opinions on that. That's the gist of right. it. Right. Well, in Unavowed, you play the murderer. So. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. You don't spoiler. know. You don't know. <laughs> Unintentional murderer. Yeah. <laughs> An unwilling was, one. Um, okay. And uh, okay, we're looking forward to the talk. It's a good point that you made about people. You know that uh, people assume that you care about the characters, but mm-hmm. now, you also gave a talk at Adventure X about 
uh, the characters, and at first you said you made them kind of snarky with each other, and then you changed that they're actually, you know, helping one another. So you mentioned that they were uh, the characters, that you changed kind of their tone, the way mm -hmm. they spoke to each other, and I noticed that as well with, I believe it was Eli, and uh, it's been a long time since I played the game, and Mandana, mm -hmm. um, when Mandana said to Eli, you're scratching your nails or something, that showed yeah. you concern. Oh, that, that was a, so yeah, it was a... Is that, that was, an example, or am I... I mean, there's <laughs> several of them. I mean, there was like a... It was. It's so easy to go for the snark when you're writing dialogue yes. and calling it witty. And I kind of realized this. Um, I think I played one of the Assassin's Creeds. I think it was Syndicate. Um, yes. And I, I, I liked the game a lot. Mm -hmm. But the the first scene of the game, you have these, these the twins, um, Evie and Jacob Frey, Frey or Fry, I forget. Uh -huh. um, and the, all they're doing is just insulting each other. Which gets like, tiring. And I'm like, okay, you're so, you know, why, why are you working together? Why do you like it? Like, I'm more interested in why people like each other mm. than why people hate each other or why people don't get along. And, like, um, sh uh, there's a, a bunch of a set of TV shows that are total trash, but I adore <laughs> them. Um, I never miss them. Uh, the Arrowverse uh, mm. shows. Like Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and now Supergirl, I think. I never miss them. And what I love about them, I just the moments when the characters are just hanging out in a bar and just talking, like these characters genuinely like each other, and that's what kind of keeps me engaged. And I, I always think about, like, wow, like what, what is it, like, the, the connections between these characters, like what do they find in common, and how, you know, just seeing their relationships grow, I find that very engaging. And right. so that's what I try to do with my stuff now, is try to find common ground between characters and see like where it goes. Or if characters don't get along, have them work towards the middle and see mm. what kind of common ground they can reach. And also over the course of the game or the story, you see them come together and you get invested as well. And I, I find that a lot more engaging than just having, than just having characters insult each other. Right. I don't find yeah. that interesting. Yeah, because uh, I believe, would you say that you did something like that in the Blackwell game? That at first with Rosangela and Joey. Yeah, that, yeah very well, unintentional. at least with Rosa, that she, well, I think it's normal. She didn't want to be, uh, have, yeah. have a ghost hanging around her all the time. I think, uh, I, funny, I, I re my, um, my daughter is six years old and she wants to play, she uh, wants to play the Blackwell games with me, which is awesome. Okay, cool. But I'm playing them, I'm playing the first one and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like, oh God, like, these characters, like, right. I just did not know who they were at the time. And right, you're still finding, you're still Joey finding characters. Joey is awful. He's an awful person. Like, why did anyone like him in the first game? I don't remember not uh, liking him. He is an awful human being. Well, he's, he's a dead human being. But, um, <laughs> awful ghost. He's just mean and just awful and misogynistic and horrible. Uh, and Rosa is just so standoffish and like very icy and not very nice to be around. Uh, and I kind of lightened them both up as I went on. And right. when by the time I got to the last one, last game, when they talk to each other, it's from a place of genuine fondness. And um, especially since you saw the characters grow closer together, mm -hmm. you kind of felt that as well by the end, which is um, what I was hoping. Uh, yeah, I think, I I think it definitely did. worked. Thank you. So then, very briefly, want to talk about another game that you're involved in making, Techno Babylon 2. Yes. Now, I know that there's some changes to this game. That it is in 3D, first yes. game of yours, or what we had game it in yes. 3D. So I wanted to ask you then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so as you know, 3D killed the adventure genre. So do you feel guilty now that I you're mean, now involved in killing the adventure genre? I, I, <laughs> because Escape from Monkey Island, a game that was released 20 years ago, um, obviously. <laughs> 
and okay, 3D yeah, people may say like, oh, please don't make it like direction. Simon 3D and like <laughs> the mean like the, the worst game in adventure game history. I, I'll I'll do my best so, not right. to make it like that. I will right. do my best. So, um, I so, mean, the problem is back then there was no benchmark. There, mm. 3D was new. No one knew what they were doing. Right. No one knew, knew how to make a game in 3D. There was no Particular frame of reference. Particular adventure games now, or even or any or game any, in 3D. Right. Okay. I mean, it was just new for everybody, and mm. so like that. It's been 20... Over 20... It's been exactly 20 20 years. years now, right? It's been exactly 20 years since Gabriel Knight 3, you know? And, um, <laughs> it's another game that people use as an yeah, example. Uh, we've learned a lot <laughs> since then. <laughs> people can make good games in 3D. It's possible, you know? Mm -hmm. And especially, like, like, AGS had a lot of out-of-the-box solutions for what I wanted to make. And um, Unity with Adventure Creator mm -hmm. does the same thing. Um, there's a lot of out-of-the-box solutions for this type of game, and it uh, can—it's totally possible. Like I'm, it's—I wouldn't say 3D killed adventure games. <laughs> Nothing killed adventure games. People are still making them. Um, yeah. I don't. They, know, I don't, I, I don't think they ever died, but no. I, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be. I've done this for I mean, 13 years. Exactly. Ago. You're you're still working. Yeah. So, what do you think you enjoy most about making or working on Techno Babylon 2 in 3D? Is there anything that you feel that free now? That well, I, I have to say, I'm not as involved with it. It's uh, James Dearden, right? James is, yeah. is doing it. Um, okay. Although I'm doing my own little side project in uh, in 3D. Oh, interesting. I won't talk about that yet. It's something oh. very small. <laughs> something very small. You'll probably hear about it in like a month or so. Um, so a sequel to one of it's, it's not a sequel to anything. <laughs> I wanted to do. I'm, I'm doing something just to kind of. I've been learning the tools because James is working in 3D and I want to understand the tools. Ben is learning how to do 3D graphics and he's right. really learning a lot. And I'm the only one who doesn't know. And I'm like, <laughs> I should know. I'm the producer. So I decided to finally. I spent the last year like kind of learning bits and pieces of how it worked and. Um, I can't speak for James, but my experience with it is that it's kind of more the it's it's more in line with the game that I kind of want to make now. Like Unavowed, I feel was kind of kind of straining at the edges. Mm. Like it uh, it felt like I felt, even Ben talks about this. It's like it was I was reaching the limits of the 2D adventure game because right. I really wanted that Bioware character experience where you explore a place. And your characters chatter around you. Right. Just, just that experience, just distilled. Um, I was trying to do that in Unavowed, mm -hmm. but it was difficult because it was just one screen, and the characters are just talking at each other. You're not really exploring. You're just waiting for their conversation to end. And right. Yeah. Um, you couldn't kind move of, while they were talking. I, yeah. I really wanted just to be able to walk around and, and do that. So I, I'm. Right. I'm finding the, the 3D aspect of it, the 3D aspect of what I'm doing, very freeing, and that I can do that. Like, this is what I really wanted to do with Unavowed. Except that, like, I think if I tried doing Unavowed in 3D, I would have had a nervous breakdown by now, because <laughs> it would have just been way too complicated. Um, but, like, I'm doing something very, very simple. Sure, and it's little got, by little. It's that whole experience of um, walking around, talking to someone, you know, exploring a place, and, um, you know, solving, going through a story that way. And cool. uh, it's kind of more in line with what I like. So. I, I, I joked when I uh, first announced Techno Babylon 2 that when I first started in 2006, 
I was making games that looked like they came out 15 years ago, <laughs> and I'm still doing that, <laughs> technically. Um, like the, we're, Instead of making a 3D game from the late 90s that no one liked, we're making a 3D <laughs> game from the early 2000s that everyone liked. So uh, that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure now it will... I mean, I think you guys deserve the chance to be able to do what you guys want after the last 15 years. You know, I think it's good it's to like, try new things. Not? And there's no reason why we won't well, go back. Exactly. And if we so, want to go back to 2D, we can. You know, so, it's not like we're stuck. Not right, like we're, so you can have the option at least 3D. So would you uh, think that you would be doing like your, any future games in 3D or would you like to go back to 2D then or have you decided? I mean, for now, I mean, uh, we're funny because we're, we're kind of doing, from going from doing a 2D sprite game, we're doing one fully 3D game and a text-based game. <laughs> so we're kind of going in different directions here. Um, I don't want to say what I'm doing next because I don't want to lot. I'm doing this thing I'm talking about. It's just a little side thing. Like okay, it's so not going to be you, any big deal. You'll be releasing this then to the public? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. So. Like it's, I'm just, I wanted to do something small to see if I could make, right, make it. Right, yes, yes. Because I've been a little blocked trying to think of what I wanted to do. So I'm like, I'm just going to make something very yeah, simple. why not? And um, I'm going to do it. And I did it. Uh, almost, well, it's almost done. But okay. we'll, we'll see if I release it or not. Okay. Sure. And um, then... I'm sorry, yeah, and then Techno Babylon 2, do you have a tentative release date for it yet? Very uh, solid window of when it's done. Done. Yeah. Sure. Okay, well, I think that's uh, more than enough, I think. Uh, <laughs> thank yeah, you very Thank much. you very much, Dave. So that was my interview with Dave Gilbert. I hope you enjoyed it. And thanks again, Dave, for sitting down with me. It's a great pleasure to talk to you. And uh, I will include the video of his talk at Narrowscope as soon as it is available. I will put that on the Adventure Games podcast website. And so tomorrow I will be joined by Natalia Martinson, the developer of Fran Bow. And also she was the keynote speaker at Narrowscope. So we'll talk a little bit about her talk and about her games Fran Bow and Little Miss Fortune. So... Until then, have a good day, everyone. Bye. So if you like the Adventure Games podcast, then please subscribe, rate, and review. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave a review on iTunes if you can, as every review helps, and reviews will help get the word out, especially for adventure game developers who appear on the podcast. Now, you can also follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Advent Game Pod. You can follow me on Facebook at Adventure Games Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Adventure Games Podcast as well. And we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you are a Adventure Game developer or a Adventure Game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who you believe may enjoy it and you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com so until next time thank you